What's happening? It's your boy, Rakis. I want to welcome you all back to the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. As always, I want to thank you all for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting. Also, if you do enjoy a really, really great podcast, this is episode 112. And I'm truly blessed and honored to still be the chosen vessel that gets to steward over this here ministry called the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. I feel like I got a lot to get into, but then I don't at the same time. So we'll see. But um, before I even get into it, I just want to open up by saying it is such a blessing and it's so awesome to be recording this show at 10.55 a.m. with the sun being out, getting some rest. You know, as of late, I've been recording this podcast in the wee hours of the morning. And if I'm being honest, there are certain episodes where I am fighting my sleep and maybe you can't hear it. You don't recognize it. But um, if you listen to this podcast and go listen to the last like four or five episodes you will probably hear the difference in energy in my voice and presentation, all that. So um, thank you, God, for setting this time aside. As you know, you know how the podcast start off. God is so great. Um, as always, you're probably wondering where is he going to go with it this week? God is so great, man. First and foremost, with Mother's Day uh, just passing by, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all of those that this pertains to and happy Mother's Day to you and your loved ones, right? Um, as I think about the thankless job of being a mother, there is so much that's expected, right? There's so much that's expected that we expect of the mother, right? You know, and um, I just want to thank God for putting the women in our life that He's put in our life. You know, I think about the the sacrifices. Um, you know, all the efforts, everything that that has went into my life and me benefiting from mothers, whether it be um, my wife mothering my kids, um, whether it be my own biological mother, whether it be women who play mother roles in my life, whether it be my friend's mothers, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be, like, I just want to say I'm I'm truly grateful, right? Truly, truly grateful because um, my dad obviously played a huge part of my life, right? But I feel like with my social, emotional type stuff that the women in my life, the mothers, the mother figures in my life played a huge um, role in just encouraging me along the way, you know, just just being there for me. And I feel like the women who play, the mo- who play mother figures in my life um, were so, they were and they still are so uh, essential to, who I've become over time. And then, you know, I think about my wife and I just think about um, everything that she does for us in this household, everything she does for our boys, um, you know, the, 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 the physical sacrifices, you know, um, being, being willing, first and foremost, you know, being willing to go through with that, right? Like I know people who have, not went through with that process when it comes to pregnancy and all that stuff. And so, you know, just my wife, the physical willingness to allow God to um, work in her in that way and to carry life in her and to bring life into his world. And then not only bring life into his world, but to see it through and raise that life, you know what I'm saying? Um, It's huge, you know, you know, just the little things she does for us, you know, making little snacks for us, um, you know, trying to find creative little meals for us for dinner, um, all these different things that she don't get enough credit for, enough thanks for, you know what I'm saying? So 
thank I, I'm uh, God is so great, and I thank Him for creating these women in our life, right? These, these mothers, right? Um, I'm so grateful for them. Um, next thing I want to talk about is I thank God for discernment. You know what I'm saying? Um, there is no perfect church in this world, right? But if there's one thing I could definitely give City Church credit for is um, they're very, they're very, um, what's the word here? Their, their biblical teaching is very strong. And so what that does is um, it allows you to develop discernment, right? And so because, because I've read the word, and I've read the whole thing, so don't 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 like lump me into that. But because I've read the word and because I've experienced the Lord Himself, I'm able to detect foolishness, and it it, it helps me with with my own life, right? And so I won't put anybody on blast, but I seen something recently where a pastor was um, talking about God, and the way that he was talking about God. He put so here's an issue, right? Let's 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 dive into it. We minimize God so much, right? Like like we look at God as like a sugar daddy. We look at God as a as a um, as a police officer. Like we put God into these human scopes, these human roles, and God is so much bigger, so much greater, so much more vast than anything that we could ever put Him in, right? Like even if we were to say. Like, you know, it's people who subscribe to the universe, right? Who are like, God's the universe. He's so much bigger than that, right? And so um, I thank God for discernment because there's people out here, especially in the world that we live in now, where you have these anything goes, congregations, churches, you have these spaces that are very much, um, they're not, uh, they'd rather be entertainers than teachers, right? Like, and and, and I get it, right? Like, it, it's hard, right? Because you are these prominent leaders within the Christian community. And then you start to go on social media and you start to get that same, you know, drug, that same attention, that same fix that the world is getting. And you want more and more and more, right? Like you're, you're, you're a pastor and you have this great uh, gift and you're looking at someone like um, two chains, like, man, like what I do is much more important Two chains. I should be getting more love to him with whatever. Right. And so you have people who are more, um, that are more, what do you call it, occupied with being a teacher, with being an entertainment teacher. And so I thank God because I've seen things as of late where people are using these earthly examples that are very foolish and 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 very foolish to try to explain spiritual things to earthly people. And I would say that you don't need to lower God, like we don't need to be lowering God to the world standards to explain God, right? Like we don't need to be like God so lit, you know, when he was on the Bob, you know, God, you know, like people, God was the first gangster. If you think about it, oh, Peter, he was a real OG thug. Like, no, no, <laughs> like we don't need to do that, man. Like this is um, the living word. This is the the, the canon. This is the, the scripture. This is the text. Like we we downplay it so badly, bro. And so I just want to thank God for discernment because um, when I'm listening to people talk about Christ, talk about God, talk about whatever, um, I don't want to listen to entertainers. I want to listen to someone who's just trying to make me laugh, make me feel good. I want people who are pulling from the text, right? Who are 
pulling from the text, who are going to the text, sticking to the text. And I'm not saying they got to be robotic. They got to be stiff. But ultimately, that's good stewardship of your position, right? Of your title, right? Like, like with this podcast, like the reason why I don't do, um, you know, pop culture topics, right? Like this is my podcast. I could be like, I'm going to talk about John Moran. I'm going to talk about with you, woo woo. And I'm going to find ways to make a spiritual tie together. But that's not what God wanted me to do. God wanted me to talk about my testimony, my walk, and to talk about things that I read along that I read in the text, you know, along my journey, right? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's not the space for this. So uh I'm just thankful, man. You know, I'm thankful that uh for relationship, you know. Um sorry, I'm kind of bouncing around. I just I, I saw some on YouTube and I was just tripping, like he really said that, right? But um and I won't say the bruh's name because I know that I know people, a lot of people around me who subscribe to bruh. And I don't really subscribe to bruh, so I don't want to take that one clip and make it representative of what he is or who he is. But just know that, like, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I just thank God for discernment. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to stop minimizing God because then that's what happened, right? Like, you min- like we minimize God to our level and in most cases lower than us. And then we wonder why when um, the bills is late or the kids is acting up or your wife um, don't respect you or um, you ain't you ain't get that promotion or um, someone in your family die or something happens. Right. Then you wonder why. Why you have anxiety? Why are you going through things you go through? Because you're relying on something so small. Right. Like like that'd be like me relying on my eight year old son for emotional support and then wondering why. When I go through things, uh, my support system is so trash or why I can't get what I need. Right. Like we are shrinking God so small and not allowing him to be who he he truly is. Right. But. um, Yeah, man, you know, for those of you who are trying to get into the word or whatever, like just be mindful of what you subscribe to, what you get into, because there's a lot of not so good not so informative stuff out there, right? And the one thing that I will say that I appreciate from City Church is that they also are about relationship. And I think relationship is so huge, right? Like when it comes to this Christian thing, when it comes to this walk with Jesus, everyone is trying to obtain so much information. Now hear me out. Information is not bad, right? It's not bad at all. Like nothing is like, most things aren't bad. Like your your sexual desire, all these different things, they're not bad because God made these things. That's the way that we use them and perverse them. So information is not bad. But when you're just solely after information, when you're just solely trying to remember as many verses as you can, when you're trying to read as many books, when you're trying to do whatever um, and you're not in relationship with him, it does you no good, right? Like what good would it be for me to know everything about my wife but then not spend time with her, not um, be in relationship with her, you know, not not talk to her. Right. But I, I, I'm reading a bunch of stuff about her. I'm learning a bunch of stuff about her. I'm listening to people talk about her. I go to her mom and her mom tells me everything about her childhood. But then I don't um, interact with her. I don't use those things and, and, and put them into play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like and so sorry, I'm over the place all over the place right now. But you rock with me. Um so what I'm telling you is that information is cool, but understand that what you lack is not a lack of information. It's a lack of relationship, right? Like we like we we don't need the Bible to know what's right and what's not right. Like we like hear me out. 
Like there are some things that we know ain't right, but we want to make sure like, oh, what does the Bible say about smoking weed? Like the Bible ain't going to have nothing specifically about smoking weed, but it will have things about treating your body as a temple. It will have things about, you know, um, not being a drunkard, so on and so forth, you know, different things. Right. But like we're looking for. But does it explicitly say don't smoke weed? You know, like like when, when, like let's keep it real. When we're looking for information, we're looking for loopholes. We're looking for certain things. We're not necessarily looking for the truth, right? And so, um, relationships what we need. You know, we need to be in prayer. We need to be um, reading and and really meditating on what we just read and really sitting what we just read. We need to be involved in communities and things like that. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's that. But I'm sorry, I'm making like six points at one time. So rock with me. But um, yeah, I thank God for discernment, man. And I would just tell you guys, like, be mindful, be mindful, because they're um, especially in the present day, man, our church is so uh, biblically inaccurate. Our church is so um, worldly, right? The church is so worldly, like you're seeing I can't tell you how many times I go on Instagram and I see people trying to, um, you know, like, and these things aren't bad. Like, listen to me, things are bad. I'm not trying to be a killjoy, but um, you got to be mindful of these things, right? Like, like you keep seeing like the, the Christian, like, what's that? Like the, the bro who's um, like the bros who be mixing, you know, perfectly fine Christian songs with secular beats or, um, and, and that's like, that's a trick of the evil one. Right. Cause once again, like, it's not like, there's nothing wrong with, uh, putting, uh, you know, um, <laughs> putting, uh, what's his name? Marvin Sapp over, you know, <laughs> a 50 cent beat, right? Like inherently there's nothing wrong with that in theory. Right. But when you're put, but if I'm putting, um, you know, a Christian song over, if I'm putting Kirk Franklin, I mean, he's, you know, I, I didn't want to use his name because I don't really think him as Christian music, but um, if I'm putting, you know, C.C. Winus over Back That Thing Up, that's just, that's, that's, that's the flesh and the spirit um, conflicting, right? Because my memories of how I feel when I hear C.C. Winus versus how I feel and what I remember when I hear back that thing up, but now conflicting that moment, like this doom, 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 you know, like, and, and like, you know, you might want to twerk, you might want to, you know, whatever, you might kind of you throw up your hood, you start crip walking, start doing all kind of crazy stuff. And a song that was meant to give him praise and honor and glory, um, now that you've combined it and, and, and mixed it with, uh, with filth, <laughs> you know, is now taken away from it. So it's like, these things aren't inherently bad, but, um, I feel like our standards so low too, though, where it's like, ah, oh, well, it ain't no big deal with that. But it's like, bro, like you gotta be, you gotta be mindful, right? You gotta be mindful of things, right? And so, um, there's just a lot of stuff out there that I see as very conflicting. And sometimes I feel like I'm being a Debbie Downer, I'm being negative, I'm being boring. But what God has shown me is just like, nah, like you're like you're onto something here, you know. But um. It's very much people, the church is trying to be entertainers. The, the church is trying to, man, we just like you, man. We ain't no different. And we're right and wrong at the same time, right? Like, we're the same as in 
we're like we're the same as in like we're in this world, you know, da da da. But we're not the same because you know we're believers. Uh, we are filled with the spirit, right? And that's what's supposed to draw people in, right? You know, because like what if from the outside looking in, if I'm looking for something, I'm trying to get into the faith. If if everybody's saying, yeah, we just like you, bro, like what's the purpose? What's the meaning? What's the benefit of even doing that? Where if people are, are showing that they're spirit led people, da, 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 the whole nine showing, um, you know, how Christ is working in them, then it, it, it hits different. Right. But um, yeah, man, you know, I I just see so much and I'm getting to a space in my faith where I, as I get older, I'm, I feel like I just want to be more bolder. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as someone who makes, um, you know, Christian hip hop, where I do at times um, use influences that aren't Christian or arts that aren't Christian. Um, I have to be mindful of how I'm using those people, how I'm interacting with those people in those spaces and making sure that, you know, um, I'm praying and making sure that uh, I'm putting them in situations that, uh, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, just be careful out there. Please be careful. Um, I haven't even opened up my notes yet. Um, but uh, yeah, please be careful, man. Like if you are looking to get into the faith, you know, I highly suggest that um, that you look for teachers, not entertainers. Like, and, I, and there, there are teachers out there who will crack a joke, so on and so forth. Like, I listen to Tim Keller, and you know, he'll crack a joke here and there. You know, what I'm saying, hey, ha ha. But he's just, it's not like him trying to appeal to you. It's just him literally being him, right? Like, uh, there's a Vadi Bouchman, I think is his name. Another, another good one, but um teachers over entertainers man you know what i'm saying like that's something that i've just paid attention to you know i even think about uh i've listened to pastor body bouchman go back to him circle back around and um i'm really enjoying his sermons uh you know, i hit up my brother in christ paul kind of i usually listen to tim teller and, uh, tim uh, tim keller and francis chan and I, I stopped listening to francis chan um for just different reasons but um you know, I, I like to have a mix. So, like in my in my phone, I have like my news podcast, my sports podcast, my music podcast, my Christian podcast, stuff for the children. So, I want to get more Christian podcasts so that like because the stuff that I was listening to, like, um, like some of the shows, like the sports stuff, is a daily thing, right? Where like some of the sermons aren't daily, which makes sense, right? Because you know, like people. Like games are happening every day or sermons are happening once a week, uh, you know, besides the point. And so uh, my brother in Christ, I had my brother Christ, Paul, like, hey, who you listen to? And he told me, you know, body bashing to listen to him. And I really love pastors who really stick to the text and who you can tell has spent a lot of time with the text. Like I'm a person who wants to who wants to grow and spending more time with the text. Right. Like. You know, I feel like right now in the space of my life, it's like I'm starting my day off with him and then I'm getting to the grind. And um, I really so I really enjoy listening to people who spend time with him, who spend time with the text. And so um, he was breaking down Ephesians five. Right. And in Ephesians five is something that uh, Ephesians five is something that you always hear people quote. You always hear people use and, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of people pulling scriptures from thin air without the proper context. And so um, it starts with chapter five, verse 21. And so um, verses 21 to 33 
are talking about instructions for a Christian household. And so this is where you hear people pull the whole submit to your uh, uh, wife, submit to your husband's husband, submit to your wives and whole nine. But what really jumped out to me is when about uh, when pastor was reading this, he mentioned verse 21. And I love pastors who spend time with the text because they're not just taking these very popular texts that people use to, to, to uh, verify, justify their life. They're giving you the whole uh, thing. And so verse 21 jumps out to me. It says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And so it just cracks me up because I just think about my marriage. I think about marriages that I know within the body, within the church. And I think about the whole submission thing. It's such a thing, right? There's so much pride behind it. There's so much discussion around submission, submission, submission. And the beautiful thing about it is that verse 21 says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. It doesn't say submit to one another, um, you know, because he's the man and you not, or submit because that's your, because she gave you those babies would not. It says submit to one another out of reverence for the for Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So we're supposed to submit to one another out of our love and appreciation for Christ. Not be not not, you know, that's where that's like if we're pulling, if we're if our submission is coming from that space, then submission is a no-brainer, right? Because we're doing it out of our reverence for Christ, right? And so I thought that was really cool. And um, it even talks about, um, you know, husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So when it's talking about, it says, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So when it's talking about her, it's talking in the Bible, a lot of times um, the, the church is is, re, is referred to as, as, a, as a she, you know, that's why you, that's where you get the bridegroom and you know, the, his wife and things like that. But um, those two parts right there jumped out, you know, you know, the first one submitting to my wife out of reverence for Christ and then loving my wife as Christ so loved the church that he gave his life for her. So it's like, I should be, I should love my wife that much. Like as much as Jesus loved me, loved the body is how much I should love my wife. But I feel like the only way you could ever get to that point is if you're doing it out of reverence for him. If I'm doing it um, because I don't want arguments, if I'm doing it because I just want to keep the peace, you always hear like I can't tell you how many husbands I talk to within the body, within the church who are um, actively frustrated with their wife, but they're going along with things because they want to keep the peace. Right. And so. I just really love people who spend time with the text, man. I love people who really just um, marinate with it, who really just live with it, sit with it, um, and just, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, just 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 get in relationship with the text, right? Just really growing it. But um, even that little example I just gave you right there is something that's uh, why I like to listen to teachers. And this isn't a promotion this isn't um, a promotion for anybody. This isn't me telling you not to listen to somebody or who you should or who you should not listen to. This is just me telling you, make sure that if you you guys stood well over your spiritual body, right? Like Burger King is trash. 
if I want a burger, I'm not gonna take my, I'm not gonna put no Burger King body in my, uh, no Burger King burger in my body. So you gotta think of your spiritual body the same way, right? Like you can't be out there listening to spiritual Burger King and then wondering why you ain't um, yard house or you ain't roof Chris or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if you feeding your spiritual body Burger King or um, steaks from Dollar Tree, then you can't be mad at the results that you get. You can't be mad when your faith is so small because you giving you ain't giving your body what it needs. Like I think about my son, right? Like uh, as he's in, as his body's growing, he needs more milk. And I get where the text comes from. It talks about, you know, thirsting for the hungering for the word, the way that um, a baby hungers for milk. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, uh, we got to level up, right? Got to level up, man. Got to level up, man. So um, feed yourself good things. Not even good things, great things, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's all I got for that. So just to sum all that up, um, discernment. Be mindful. There are a lot of entertainers out there and not enough teachers. There are lots of people who want laughs, who want attention, who want to um, not offend nobody. And that's not what this is. Right. And so I just feel like. I just need to do me like I feel like what Christ is telling me in this in this as I look at these people is it's not even a knock on them or to bash them, but he's letting me know, like in your walk. You need to be to a space where you are not trying to appease the world, where you are saying what I tell you to say, you're doing what I tell you to do, and you're not trying to dumb down or add water to what I'm telling you to do. What I tell you to do is what you do, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, that's that. Let's get to the part that um, I'm sure is on everybody's mind. Rockies part two, side A, say it three times. Rockies part two, side A, dropped. Um, I went from two monthly listeners, to, I went from two listeners to 15 listeners. That is so awesome. Um, thank you all for the support. Like I said, you know, thank, you know, especially with the transferring over to Rockies, you know, I had people who were having trouble where they were like, I'm on the Nat Freeman page. There's nothing new. What's going on? So for those of you who listen to the podcast, please, please, please know that there's no more Nat Freeman releases. Don't go to that page. If you're looking for my new music, go to the Rock Keys page. I will keep posting it, keep sharing it so y'all understand, like, go to that page because that's where the new stuff's going to be. You go to Nat Freeman, you'll find nothing. With that being said, um, yeah, thank you all for making that transition over. Thank you all for supporting the album. Um, thank you all for listening to... You know, the homies, you know, I, I appreciate that, um, you know, the, you know, OG is is highly streamed and it's awesome because it's like the second to last track. And so what I've been trying to do is obviously because I'm not famous, I try to front load my albums. Like, so like when you listen to it from the beginning, hopefully the beginning, the first couple of tracks will keep you um, lured in and you'll keep going through the album. So um, I feel like, the fact that OG is so well streamed, like the fact that because I have some projects where it's like there's certain songs that are just like smashing the rest of the songs. But this one seems fairly fluid. So it, it makes me feel good to know that um, the order seems to be keeping you guys like, OK, let's do the next year. Let's do the next year. Let's do the next year. Let's do the next You know what I'm saying? So thank you all for supporting the album. Um Seven days from now, there will be 11 new tracks, so side B will be dropping. So I'm going to try to get a visual out this week. Um, 
to promote that and so on and so forth. But yeah, I just appreciate you all just taking in this music. Um, like I said, this is something I take very seriously, something I've been crafting, you know, something that I've been praying over and just meditating over. And so I appreciate y'all just really um, tapping in with the music. I appreciate believers, non-believers alike, really listening to the music. And um, I just hopefully could just keep on giving you guys good product, um, giving you guys something that um, glorifies him, you know what I'm saying, first and foremost. And then if y'all happen to join the back end, so be it. But um, thank you all for streaming the album. You know, I don't have any, you know, financial backing behind me. I don't got nothing crazy going on. So y'all are going out of y'all way to do this. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, like I said, seven days from now, Side B would drop 11 more songs. And I'm really excited for Side B because I feel like Side B, um, I feel like Side A, I got my uh, rapper chops and Side B, I got my producer chops. So um, thank you all once again. Thank you to those artists who contribute to making that project what it is. I am um, truly, truly grateful, man. Truly, truly full of gratitude. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> super, yeah, super short podcast. Um, I'm going to go over here and lay down on the couch while the house is quiet. You know, probably try to sneak me in a nap. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. You know, whatever's clever. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, thank you all for continuing to support the ministry. Um, I will leave, uh, <clears throat> you know, links for you to check out the songs and so on and so forth, the albums, whatever you want to do, man. You know, thank you for your love offerings. Thank you for all the stuff you do. I'm truly, truly appreciative of you all. Um, how do I say this? Uh, pray more. Pray more. Um, that is something that I have to remind myself is a pray more. Um, when I see, you know, someone on Instagram say, I just got evicted from my house or I'm going through this, going through that. Let me make sure to stop and pray. Um, as opposed to doing like a little sad face emoji or even texting the words, we'll keep you my prayers. Let me make sure that I pray. So, yeah, keep people in prayer, man. You know, we we know all of us know somebody. Matter of fact, all of us know people, not even somebody. We know people that are hurting. So let's um, keep people in prayer. And if you are able to make sure that you are um, intervening and helping. Right. You know, the Bible talks about like, you know, um, I can't remember the text uh, off the top of my head, like, but. You know, it just basically talks about like if someone's in need to not to if and, and you're able and you if someone's in need and you're able to help to not be like, oh, man, you know, I hope you find, you know, if someone's cold, not to be like, hey, I pray you find a coat when you got coats in your rack. You know what I'm saying? So if you have them, even if you ain't got the means to per se help that person financially or something like that, you do have the means to help somebody um, with prayer, with kind words or even. You know, there's people where I reach out to them and they're going through things. I can't help them, but I could um, lead them to someone who could help them right in the physical realm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, that's what I got, man. This is your boy, Rock Keys. This is the Heck of Dangerous Podcast. I'll catch you when I catch y'all. yee It was the word the Lord told me don't deviate, stick to the word. Thumbing through the word like y'all do the bins. Been local, man, it's time to expand. 
This a ministry bigger than the brand. Heaven, that's why I stash the bands. Blending in for too long, man, it's time to take a stand. No longer a boy, the Lord called me to be a man. Three youngers watching me closely. Rest in God's presence when I'm feeling lowly. Rest in God's presence when I'm feeling lonely. I could rap laps around y'all, but that wasn't my calling. Like the big dog, I'm on the mission. Men, women, and children. Man, I'm out here fishing. I feel like Simon. This is sermon. I just happen to be rhyming. Light so bright, man, it's blinding. Staying salty like Rachel. Even when I'm not, man, my Lord, He's so faithful. I'm so grateful. I don't even know where to begin. No more holding back, you know I'm going in. I pray that these lyrics only glorify Him, not me. I don't do this for men, I do it for him. Mm-hmm.